What's up, everybody? It's Finky with the Turtle Sports Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by the Glass Turtle in Roseville, California. A neighborhood staple since 1986, the Turtle, as it's known to its faithful followers, has 12 beers on tap, daily drink specials, a weekly food special, and a full kitchen, which is perfect for a quick lunch, a date night dinner, or simply some munchies while you hang out. Enjoy happy hour Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. while enjoying their 10 TVs for all your sports needs. Of course, they always have one turned to TVG so we can track our Lundeen line. So grab your friends or make some new ones when you get there and head down to the Glass Turtle located at 901 Sunrise Avenue in Roseville. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Finky here bringing you another Turtle Takes. Of course, we are always brought to you by the Turtle Sports Podcast and turtlesports.net. Check us out on Twitter at underscore Turtle Sports. We are still working on getting just at Turtle Sports. We haven't decided, it might be our shtick now. We were talking about it the other day. But anyway, like I said, it's Finky. It's been a while, it's been way too long. Um, actually, the last time I did a Turtle Takes, it was December 14th. So we're going on nearly two months without you hearing just my voice. Uh, yikes. That's all I can say. I cannot believe it's been that long. I thought it had been like three weeks, maybe four. But no, we're going on a solid eight weeks of me not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So anyway, I'm back. The goal is to have one of these once a week going forward as we work through some other things and got some other stuff going on. We're not exactly sure what the timing of the turtle sports podcast is going to be um but that's okay we're going to figure it out kyle and i may have to record in the middle of the night and put these out once the producer's ready in the morning but if that's what it takes and that's what it takes i heard something the other day that the biggest thing in this industry when it comes to podcasting media anything like that is consistency and consistency is key and we were so good for so long and then vacations and schedule changes and new things on the horizon for all of us, uh, including myself and Pickles, you know, just not necessarily being available. Uh, the last Turtle Sports podcast was actually on New Year's Day that we recorded it. We had a little bit of fun. I think it actually, we recorded it on New Year's Eve and it came out on New Year's Day. But nonetheless, it has been over a month since we had a Turtle Sports podcast, which is not acceptable. We will get back to you guys, we promise. It is uh, in our best interest right now, though, to take a little bit of a break while we had some vacations. Enjoy that. Pickles spent some time with the family. I spent some time with lady friend in Hawaii. Got myself a nice little tan. The plan was to do one from Hawaii, was to do a turtle takes in Hawaii. And I had such a good time, and I was so relaxed that I said, you know what? I'm not doing it. I got to put together notes, run down, and talk about losses, and I just don't want to do that right now. Um, but you know, we're going to get back to that. Like I said, we're working it out. We're working the schedules out. Um, be on the lookout for some, some big, big things. Um, as we move forward, there's, uh, some changes to the Lundin line that are going to be happening soon, which are amazing. Amazing. Uh, Dave W is doing a phenomenal job of handicapping. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, today is February 8th. It's about nine 45 in the evening. And we had parks up earlier today. Results were phenomenal across the board for us. 
Um, and me, myself, and I hit two separate pick threes, not for a lot. They were just one, $1 pick threes. I think they were $9 tickets each, and I, I had like a little profit of like 7 bucks overall. But hey, anytime you have profit, it is a successful day when it comes to wagering. So that's where we're at on that. Excited about that for me. Excited to be here with you guys. Um, and of course, the newest addition to the Turtle Sports uh, brand, media conglomerate, I don't really know what we are. We haven't been around much, so we, it's kind of hard to call yourselves a, a, an empire. We're not an empire yet, but we would love to be an empire. We might, we might be one day. You never know. Uh, but anyway, I digress. The last pod that we had was on January 12th, and that was Reading the Greens with the FNG, the stereotype, whatever you want to call him. Shout out Cam. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. I actually listened to the very first episode that he recorded in Hawaii, and it was Everything I'd hoped for and more. And I've already told him this, and he's probably going to blush a little bit, um, which, if you know Cam, is kind of hilarious. Um, yep, I'm going to leave it at that. And uh, he did a great job, and we're looking forward to him recording his next one. Uh, he is only going to do it about once a month. Uh, every now and then, you know, you might get an extra one every two weeks or so. Uh, he and I had actually – we're in the same city for work one day. We were going to try and record, and then we started – having a couple beers and then we said that's, that's enough beers and we had some dinner and then the next thing you know it's like oh I got to get up early oh I got to get up early and we just you know we kind of skipped it uh, it would have been nice to do either a turtle takes or, or a reading the greens or a, I was going to actually title the episode Finky is reading the greens is what I was going to what I was going to call it um, so maybe one day we'll get to that we'll get to Finky reads the greens Ooh, there it is Finky reads the greens I like it uh, anyway make sure you follow at RT Greens on Twitter to get all of your golf betting needs. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Uh, Cam does a phenomenal job finding some things that are interesting to play during tournaments. And he puts out our survivor plays for golf as well. Sorry uh, if there was a break there in the audio. It was a little bit of a hiccup on my end. Um, got a little too excited about the reading the greens and had to you know, take a couple deep breaths and Grab a sip of water and, you know, as I've told you before, this this doing it by yourself is a little bit different. So I know Cam was uh, mentioning that, that it, it would be nice to get some guests on. Um, speaking of guests, I have a very, very special guest coming up for you guys on this episode. I'm going to save a little bit later. That's my little uh, tease, as they call it in the industry. But uh, anyway, yeah, Reading the Greens, um, great follow. Um, hasn't been super successful to start, to be honest, but... Golf is very hard. All it takes is one winner of a tournament and you made a lot of profit back. So stick with it. Uh, make sure you follow the unit measurement that Cameron is recommending for you because it is always, always, always a good idea to have bankroll management. So speaking of bankroll management, I just need to get my shit together because Cam asked me to get him a recording device and a mic and I have yet to do that for him. So we'll have to work on that this weekend. Um, like I said, been busy. The podcast had to take a back seat for a little bit. So uh, we're back, though. I'm back, at least, on the uh, the Turtle Takes. Finky bringing it down. Breaking it down. Bringing it down. Probably bringing it down a little bit, too. So anyway, um, I appreciate you guys being here with me tonight. Uh, I am trying to not ramble. I am trying to get back in the flow. I am trying to be the best podcast host that I can be. I am very much continuing to help build the brand, just like all of you guys are that are listening. It's very much appreciated. 
Um, we are looking to add a few things here and there. There's some stuff coming up. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got you guys. We're going to take care of you here at Turtle Sports. So anyway, let's get let's get into some of these things that are actually going on in the world of sports still. Here's what I know. College basketball. Very, very hard to handicap. Uh, my record is shit this year. Um, I had some good angles. Things were going my way. Had a couple bad days and it's been all downhill since. So I will never ever, ever, ever understand how a team can be playing so well for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 25 minutes or 30 minutes and then just completely shit all over themselves. I don't understand what it is. There's got to be something I'm missing. Um, I did ask the guys at the Hustle Pod. Great show, by the way. They record Wednesdays. They record Saturdays for a little college basketball preview. Awesome show. Caught my first live show on YouTube on Saturday. Make sure you check them out as well. Uh, those guys are amazing at everything they do. So they said, hey, ask some questions for the show. So I said, hey, let's ask some questions for the show. And I said, how can a team go a five-minute to ten-minute stretch without scoring? It's just unbelievable. And Adam Trigger, at Top Flight SI on Twitter, phenomenal follow, wager talk guy, uh, knows what he's talking about when it comes to college hoops. He writes back and he goes, it's uh, – it, it, he believes it's a lot to do with the way the game is played now with the, the lack of big men to be able to get into the paint and actually stop another team's run. In the 90s, you just, you know, the guy shoots the ball, he misses, you run down, and they're on a run. You throw it down into the post, let him back the guy down and put it up. That There's just such a lack of it now, and it's all three-point shooting. So when teams are missing three-point shots, the other team's getting out and running, and they're either getting to the hoop because there's nobody back, or they're stopping and hitting a three. So now instead of getting three points, you gave up three points. You got a six-point swing in a matter of 10 seconds. So maybe that's something to do with it. Um, I have a theory that a lot of it has to do with bench scoring. There's just not the depth in basketball that there is in some other sports. And so therefore, when you get one or two guys off the floor that are stars on these major teams especially – I'm sorry, on these minor teams, not on the major teams. The major teams, you know, these Division One, Power Five conference schools have a lot of players on them. But you get in these smaller divisions, and they have one guy, two guys maybe, and as soon as they're off the floor, the game just goes to shit for them. So just kind of my own theory there. Uh, I'm not really sure if that has anything to do with it, but that's what I'm going with. It's, it's three-point shooting or lack thereof and bench scoring woes. Um, it's just something that I've been watching because I've been getting my ass handed to me when it comes to college hoops. So what I decided to do was I'm going to take a few days off. We'll probably take the rest of the week off, try and reset, try and find an angle, look at your games. Don't post any, don't play any, all that good stuff. So taking some time off. Um, I know pickles posted some plays for you guys. Um, if you're really looking for other plays uh, out there, of course you got to follow our guys over at fade you sports. You got a uh, big Nelly buckets and, uh, the new newest official actual dad, uh, Kyle. Um, and he has all of his stuff and they do the, the two dads, one ball, and they get you some college basketball plays. They've been good. And then Chris Duke puts out his poopy six pack on Saturdays, which I found was hilarious because a guy was talking shit to him about a play. And I said, well, five and one ain't bad, right? Let's talk about the one loss. And then I realized the guy was talking about a one that hit and it was great. And the guy was like, you got so lucky on that. And he's like, yeah, it's called the poopy six pack for a reason. So anyway, um, those are my shout outs to the people that have uh, followed us and helped us build what we're doing. And I very much appreciate it. So college basketball, you can suck it right now. Um, Cause that's about how it goes. 
moving on to the NBA. So something I actually did just today, I had been, you know, trying to figure out where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And I actually looked, I had been looking at coach of the year and I thought, man, Memphis is doing really good. Well, maybe, you know, Golden State doing as well as they are. Maybe they'll, you know, they'll look to give it to Kerr again because he was able to bring the team together and, and make some picks. And I was like, well, the Heat are really good. And Spolstra's, you know, considered one of the greatest coaches ever. So maybe they'll give it to him. It's not going to Boonholzer. And then my initial first look was the Bulls coach. And I said, okay, maybe they're going to give it to him. And then I realized who it was. And I was like, I, I don't think they're going to give it to him. Um, I was like, oh, maybe, I don't know. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Monty Williams, Phoenix Suns, what's he at? So about two weeks ago, I looked. I could have gotten Monty Williams at even money for coach of the year. When I looked today, it was minus 150. And I said, you know what? I'm doing it. Max bet for me. What, what I consider a max bet. And I did it. And I haven't told Pickles yet. So when he listens to this, he's going to hear me. And he's going to go, wait, you didn't tell me? And I'm going to be like, yeah, my bad, bud. I should probably tell him when I'm done recording here. But So here's my logic. Monty Williams should have won the, the coach of the year last year. Now, I squeaked out some money there on Thibodeau, winning it for the Knicks on their great year. Um, but Monty Williams should have won it last year. They have the best record in the league. There's some people out there, uh, hint, hint, Ariel Epstein, which she's very intelligent. She is very plugged in, so she might be right, thinking that Chris Paul might win the MVP. And it's very, very good odds. But if he's not going to, you're probably going to see them get some other awards. And I think that Coach of the Year is going to be one of those. So that's why I went with that. So I did max bet minus 150, way more juice than I normally would. But if they're going to continue to play at the rate that they are and they're going to have the best record in the league, why would it not go to him? I I mean, at one point, he's probably going to be minus 300, minus 400. So I'll be getting, you know, as uh, the sportsbook consigliere says, the closing line value, if it does cash, and it is much worse than the minus 150 I just paid. So anyway, just something you know to keep an eye on there when it comes to Coach of the Year. Um, try and get ahead of it now if you can. Um, speaking of the Memphis Grizzlies, who I thought maybe they'll get it, you know, I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I think Josh should be you know more considered for the MVP. I understand why he's not. Um, I know Embiid's doing crazy, crazy things, but if you know they're sitting in the five seed, the lowest seed to ever win the MVP was the six seed when Russell Westbrook did it, and he averaged a triple-double that year. So something to keep in mind uh, when you are placing your MVP futures midseason is that it's not always the guy you think it's going to be. Try and find yourself some value. Um, I don't know what jaw is off the top of my head, but I do know that I have a half-unit play on him to win the MVP before the season started at 40 to one. I talked about it last year during the season that I wanted to bet on him and a few other guys when it comes to their odds for MVP, because I felt like it was just the right spot for them. Um, I personally cannot believe that Memphis is playing so well right now. I played their win totals over. We talked about that on the turtle sports podcast. Um, I believe it's over 41 and a half and they're sitting at 38 wins right now. So, I was like, well, if he's going to go over their win total, it means Jaws playing really well. Um, and they actually did addition by subtraction. I never thought getting rid of Valanciunas would actually increase their scoring, but it has. They have a scoring differential of four and a half points like, over their opponents, which is impressive. Um, there is uh, one, two, three, four 
four teams better. So they're fifth in scoring margin in the league. So keep an eye on the Memphis Grizzlies. And most importantly, keep an eye on Jaron Jackson Jr. He came out of nowhere, in my opinion. I know he didn't come out of nowhere. He's been around. but And played lights out for the last month on defense. And even John Morant believes he should be the defensive player of the year. And he has been lobbying for him. And I think that's another reason that Josh should probably be considered for the MVP. He's not even saying, oh, I'm look how good I'm doing. I should win the MVP. He's saying, hey, this guy's blocking everybody. He's keeping us in games. He's the one that's helping with that point differential, keeping it low. And Jaron Jackson Jr. was getting hammered, hammered for defensive player of the year on the books. And Kyle tells me about this. Pickles, for those of you who are wondering, since I mentioned another Kyle as well. Um, this is Pickles. This is the my co-host on the Turtle Sports Podcast. And he goes, hey, we got to look into this. I said, okay, sure, let's look into it. Let's see what our book has. They don't always put up the future you know, awards throughout the year. And that's okay. You know, we get it. It's a smaller book. It's not the biggest. Um, but, you know, we're, we're in California, and California still can't get their shit together. I mean, look at New York. New York put up the most money ever in mobile betting in three weeks. The most in one month in three weeks. Imagine what California could do. Just legalize the shit. Do mobile. Don't make us go to the casino. Think of all the money you can make. There's a 51% tax rate on it for the casino, for the money that they bring in. 51% of billions of dollars in California is like, eh, I don't know, meh, oh well. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J, Defensive Player of the Year, we were able to grab him at plus 14,000. 14,000. That is insane that he was at 14,000 considering when we were looking on Twitter, he was like plus 6,000, plus 8,000, you know, in some places. We got him plus 14,000. We actually think our book has taken it down completely for the rest of the year because of some of the bets that were made when it was that high. So it's just something that happens. It's The book has to do, do its due justice to balance itself out. And uh, if they're not, they're not doing a great job in business. So. We are very much rooting for Jaron Jackson Jr. to win Defensive Player of the Year. I am rooting for Monty Williams to win Coach of the Year. And if I can get John Morant to win the MVP as well, this will be literally the greatest basketball season that I have ever had when it comes to betting, and I'll be very, very happy. I'll be taking another vacation with that money, and it will be amazing. So, But the big the big one is, of course, uh, it is, like I said, it is February 8th. The Super Bowl is this Sunday. Super Bowl. Dun, dun, dun. That's not it. I don't even, I don't know. Don't mind me. I'm, I'm, I, uh, I make random sounds sometimes apparently, but what's the big thing this year? Props. Everybody's talking props, like props, 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 props. What I will say is that somewhere in the mid midpoint of the season, maybe a month and a half left, I went through, made some future bets and I actually have a ticket on the Rams at 10 to one to win the Super Bowl. So after you grade out all my other futures on the Super Bowl, I have them plus 350. So the Rams are minus four, minus four and a half, which means you're going to see like minus 200, minus 210, maybe even a little bit more than that. And I got them plus 350 to win it all. So definitely room for the Rams to win. I don't care if they cover. I believe they will cover. That's just my opinion. Um, but I do like the under as well. 
But if I am going to bet it, I'm going to wait because I know that the, it is going to go up. When it was 49 and a half, I wanted to bet it, and it was because it was over 49. I do like under 49 and a half. I do not like under 48 and a half. I don't know. Just a, a weird, weird feel in there. So you're going to be in the, you know, the upper 40s when it comes to this. You, there's a lot of people believing that it's going to close around 50, 51. I don't know if it'll get that high. You might get back to the 49 and a half, maybe the 50, but I don't think you're going to hit 51 again. If you do, that is a whole bunch of money being placed on that over. So you never know. But like I said, um, if I bet it, it will be on Sunday after all the money has come in and I can see where it lands. If it is 49 and a half or higher, I may sprinkle a little bit, but I have right now I'm going to abstain from a side and I'm also going to abstain from a total, especially because I, like I said, I have that future ticket where I have them essentially plus 350 to win it all. So just need them to win, maybe hit some squares. Um, and let's hit some props. So let's talk props real quick. I got a whole bunch of tickets sitting here in front of me. Um, I didn't post them on the, uh, the Twitter cause I couldn't get my account number and the ticket number and all that stuff off of everyone. Cause it was all in one picture. Maybe I'll do an individual picture. I don't know. But anyway, one of the ones that Kyle and I discussed pickles and I discussed was, uh, he believes that there will be a field goal kicked in the first quarter. He thinks that the Bengals will be like, ah, we just got to get points on the board, and they'll kick a 50-ish, 45-ish yard field goal in the first quarter. And originally he he wanted to go with uh, 0-0 in the first quarter because it's the most hit number in the first quarter. All right, it's a, the most common numbers to hit on the squares in the first quarter is 0-0. So did a couple things here. All of these bets are made between both of us. I made the bets, but they are between both of us. That way they're legal. Because if I made them for him, they're illegal. But I did not make them for him. I made them for us. So we do have the uh, the Bengals or Rams Bengals made field goal in the first quarter. Yes, minus 110. Um, but what I also did to try and hedge, uh, which I don't know if you can really hedge this way. It's kind of a a contrarian on your own thought process. Um, I They do have squares. Um, zero, zero in the first quarter was plus 425. So I threw a little bit on that as well. So we're hoping for either zero, 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 three, uh, something like that. Or if they just kick a field goal, we don't really care what it is because then you hit the other one. So those are our first quarter ones. Um, one of the ones that I really like, and I think it's more of a probably a play on my under and what I think is going to happen um, will either team score, score three unanswered times? And I just don't see it. I, I mean, I could see lots of punts. I could see a, a, a score here and then a back, you know, answer back. I mean, now if we're going to see a blowout, we're going to see one team score three times in a row. Most likely, um, you're not just going to get, you know, a blowout and then it's like 21, nothing. So they scored three in a row. I don't know. I could be throwing this one away, but th it was a thought that I had. It's one that we went with. Um, yeah, that's really it, man. Um, and then my fun one, I, it, it's a very, very, very small bet because it's plus 1,600. Will there be a safety in the first half? I might have wasted, you know, a little bit of coin here, but that's okay. It's one of the ones that, that I think is fun. It. I like chaos, too. If there's a safety in the first half, there's chaos. Um my zero zero would go out the window, probably, most likely. Um, 
unless we could get, you know, like 10-0 safety, safety on the first play of the game, like like Peyton Manning had, that'd be fun. And then they score, you know, that same team scores a touchdown and a two-point conversion and it's 10-0 at the end of the first quarter. I could go for that. We get more money that way. That'd be fun. I don't know. We're just spitballing here. We're just talking about it. Um, obviously, the the big talk of of everything is the first kickoff to be a touchback. We bet the no at plus one forty five. That has been moved down to even money at most places because next year it will be like minus one fifty. So next year I'll probably bet the other way because they're going to change the ball after this year. I can almost guarantee it. But that's called conspiracy theory. So. Um, another one we liked was uh, time of possession was for the Bengals, uh, plus 110 in their favor. Uh, so we're thinking what's going to happen there is that they're either going to be down and you have to you know hold the ball longer or they're going to try and keep the Rams' offense off the field, so therefore they're going to have the time of possession. Um, another big one that we liked was Sony Michelle rushing yards over. We tried to get 19.5 and it had moved to 20, so we need 21 yards from Sony Michelle in the game. And uh, that will do it for us. Uh, players with a pass attempt. I think you're going to see every single trick play in the book. Every single trick play in the book. Therefore, you're going to see a running back, a receiver, um, a, a lineman. I don't know. Maybe a lineman. Will th- oh, God, that would be glorious. I can just hear my goaler junior on Twitter now. If a lineman threw a touchdown, it's not a thick six because he threw it. I don't even – a thick throw? Would that be it? Thick throw? I don't know. But anyway, over two and a half players to throw is plus 160. I saw that that did move to plus 170, plus 175. So I don't know, man. That's That one's going to be a tough one maybe. Um, we just need three guys to throw the ball. Three guys to throw the ball. We'll be good. Uh, what else we got? Um, total touchdowns under five and a half, minus 115. We are on that one as well. Therefore, that goes back to our under. That is just how we do it. We really believe this game is going to be lower scoring. Um, to be honest, I think you're going to see something like 24, 17, 16, 21, 16, something like that. I don't know. I don't know why that that sticks, but you know, the the to me, you're going to have an upper 30s, lower 40s game. You're not going to even t- get near the the uh, over under. So, just something to think about there. Um, and then, of course. The favorite bet is the octopus bet. And you're saying, Finky, octopus bet? What is this? Somebody throws an octopus on the field? No, we're not in Buffalo. We don't throw random phallic objects on the field. This is the octopus bet. This is any player to score a touchdown, so you get six points for a touchdown, and get the two-point conversion. So they would score six. They would get two octopus bet. That was plus 1500. So just a little bit of fun. Um, some of the props we actually, you know, we believe in, we, uh, we believe in all of these, but of course you got to have a couple fun ones like the uh, safety in the first half and the octopus bet, everything else. We bet it because we believe in it. We believe in what we're doing. Um, we enjoy building the brand. Uh, these were placed at Circa. They were amazing. Shout out Jeffrey Benson, uh, for coming out and saying hi. And I very much appreciate it. Um, and, uh, I coined the term, apparently the house that Derek built. And someone said that on Twitter that they need to work that into the sign somehow. So if you guys do that, uh, just remember, I said it first, it is on the internet. 
Therefore, it is trademarked, and I get a royalty every time someone looks at it, says it doesn't. No, I'm kidding. Um, I would just be happy with, like, a free room or something for it. Anyway, speaking of Circa, out in Vegas last weekend. <coughs> and uh, had some fun, had some drinks, lost some money. Made some bets, brought these tickets back that I just talked about, and I also went to a concert. And when I come back from the break, like I said, I'm going to have a very special guest. She's very near and dear to my heart. That's right. Lady Friend is going to come on, and she is going to help tell the story of our concert experience when we went and saw Kane Brown and Chase Rice at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. It was a doozy, and we enjoyed it. We had a little, you know, situation, as you would say, arise. But thanks to her, all good things happen when you do things the right way. I may have acted a little bit out of character. Nah, who am I kidding? I was acting just like myself. Anyway, uh, so yeah, after the break, lady friend coming up we're going to talk about our experience in vegas at t-mobile arena so grab yourself another drink uh, a glass of water whatever you need to do uh, but we will be right back and we're back here on turtle takes i am fink sitting here it is february 8th it is approximately 10 20 p.m just watched sean white qualify for the final in the snowboard uh what half pipe the half pipe yes <laughs> uh that voice there that you hear is lady friend if she wants to use her real name she can do that but i always call her lady friend on the podcast and she likes it she liked it so much she put it on a water bottle i think i'll just remain lady friend you'll just remain lady friend okay perfect <laughs> so anyway as i told you we had a very special interview um, lady friend is here. We were just in Vegas over the weekend, making some bets at Circa. We stayed at the planet Hollywood. It was a free room. It was, you know. Yeah. Don't judge us. Yeah. It's okay. That's all right. We, we don't. We mind. took a limo into it. We did we're take a limo. Broads. Exactly. We we're classy. I love it. <laughs> um, but we did get to go see Kane Brown and Chase Rice while we were there. That was our reason for going. And uh, Restless Roads. And Restless Roads. Yes. Don't want to forget about Restless Roads. Of course. Um, but... There was the incident. Are we the assholes? So that that is the question. We are trying to figure out, are we the assholes? And I said, I'm going to talk about it. And she said, don't talk about it. And I said, I'm going to talk about it. She said, okay, I'm going to talk about it with you and be on the podcast for the first time ever. And so do you want to set the stage of how the night was going? We yeah. got there about, what, 10 minutes before the show started? set the stage okay so we get there t-mobile arena first things first thank you to the usher who allowed lady friend to bring her person because they said no 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 it meets the size even though it might to somebody else it didn't and the supervisor overruled them and said no it's okay and she's like i'm not losing this purse i could not lose that purse i told her i was gonna has been with me for years i was gonna keister it i think we (laughs) oh god i think we should have known then that the evening was going to be a little disruptive. A little disruptive, yes. From the opening get-go, we uh, we should have known 
the cards all lined up for us. Yeah, there's strike one. They, so, they try to take my purse. They tried to take my purse. That's my purse. I don't know you. Yeah. If you know, you know. Good old King of the Hill. I was going to say, I don't know. This is, it's but Bobby on King of the Hill. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> you never listened? You never watched King of the Hill? Propane and propane accessories? Hank I mean, Hill? I think I've watched it. Oh, I think I'm out. No, you're good. I can't hear you. You're good. Oh. Yeah, no, you're good. Oh, Everything's okay. plugged in still. Oh, wait. Something came out. Are we still good? <laughs> would that would that be a that's what she said moment? Yep, it came out. That's what she said. <laughs> um, no, I mean I think I've definitely seen King of the Hill. I just don't remember quotes like you do. Yeah, I you know me movie quotes, shows, all kinds of stuff. So I wonder how long your mic's been out. Hopefully everybody could hear you. We're gonna find out. Producer, you got some work to do. You're welcome. Anyway, I digress. Back to what, uh, or maybe mm-hmm. maybe it was just your headphones that were out. Yeah, it was just your headphones were out. Okay, so we're good. You still got audio. We're good. Love it. Anyway, <laughs> so we get there about 10 minutes before Restless Roads goes on. They Craziest thing ever. Every concert I've ever been to, they're like, doors at 6, shows at 7, 7.30, everything starts. Unless you're Eric Church and you start an hour late. Yes. But anyway, Restless Roads, 7.01. They were on the stage playing already. And we're like, oh, I shit. They were on at like 6.59. Yeah. They, like, she's in line trying to get merch. I'm like, we need beers. We're like, that's okay. We can still hear them. We don't, we're not here for them. We're here for Chase Rice. Exactly. We went for Chase Rice. This, so when I started telling people, actually, I said, they're like, oh, who are you going to see? I'm like, oh, Kane Brown. I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. I was told we're going to see Chase Rice and Kane Brown's the headliner. And that's how I'm supposed to describe exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, let me set it up for you a little bit. I only bought tickets in vegas because i'm not a huge vegas person every time we go to vegas i'm like yeah and every time we leave vegas i'm like this is why i don't like this city but i literally only bought tickets to this part of the tour to see chase rice i was there for chase rice kane brown he was headlining but chase rice that's what i was there for she was very excited to see chase rice so restless roads is playing we get down there, we're having a good time, we're having, you know, we'd already, clearly we'd been drinking all day. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had water in between. You we, No, you did very well. Mm-hmm. You did very well. We weren't like belligerent or anything, like we were just having a good time. You know, we, we'd had a few drinks during the day. We, we were trying to take it easy because we knew we had a long night. It was, the motto all night was, it's only one night. We're only here one night. We got to make sure we make the best of it. That should have been strike two right there. Uh, no, I think that was strike three. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, so we go, we're watching and, you know, we kind of stand up and we're like, dance a little bit and like, then we sit back down, you know, cause like Restless Roads is done and we're, you know, we're like, Hey, by the way, we're going to stand up for Chase Rice. Like, I know he's not the headliner, but like, that's why we're here and everybody, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Chase Rice comes on. We're standing up. Immediately stand up. Immediately. Because it's a concert. That's what you do. You have a good time. You stand up. You dance. You you clap. You, you, you support the artist by showing that you care about their music. The excitement for Chase Rice literally threw me out of my seat. I like it. I like it. So, I don't even remember exactly what happened first. So, I think what happened was, okay, so we stand up. He's playing. I remember looking at you and being like, did someone tell us to sit down? Did you hear that? And you're like, oh, who cares? Whatever. Like, you know, keep standing. Like, it's Chase Rice, whatever. And then, right, he plays his first song. 
And I think we decided to sit down because we realized, like, oh, no one else is really standing up. Like, yeah, we looked around. I don't know. I'm in heels too, so I'm like, you know, I'll take a break for the next one. And immediately, everyone around us starts, like, behind us, start clapping. And so I turn around, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I'm here for Chase Rice. And this lady goes, okay, that's great. Or she didn't say that's great, but she was like, this is like, then go sit in the fucking pit. This isn't pit seats. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, confrontation. I'm turning around. Like, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> did she, did they just tell us to sit down? Cause I think we stood up again, like, and started, and people were like, hey, we can't see. And I'm like, see, I don't remember that. I, it was something like that. And I, I, whatever it was, you, you, you sat down. Yeah. And you were frustrated. And I'm, I sat down and then I was like, and they started clapping again. And I'm like, nope. So think rose, rose to the occasion. Literally. Flip, <laughs> flip the switch. Here we go. I, I am not a petty person. I try not to be overly aggressive towards anybody. No, you're the nicest bouncer ever. That's this is how she describes me because this is how, that's how we met originally. Was I was a bouncer mm. at a bar. Yes. Years later, here we are. Bliss. <laughs> she, I annoy the shit out of her every single day. You're my part-time favorite person, but yeah. I love you. There, I love you too. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, nope, full-on asshole mode time. And you have to remember too, like Fink's not. Fink's not a small guy, and these seats were smaller than American Airline Coach, and so he's already squished and uncomfortable. And granted, there's another, you know, not so small person next to us. So originally, when I was sitting between him, I was like, I am so comfortable, and Ab- she absolutely. And she got up, so I moved over because I knew I could like slide to the side, and I was gonna stand up because it's a concert, and I'm gonna stand up and have fun. Exactly. And these people get mad at us for standing up. Yeah. Okay. So, right. So we stand up, sit back down. They start cheering. Talk to the lady a few rows back. She says, this isn't the pit. And I'm like, okay, well, way to be rude about it. Like, and and the fact that we're going to sit down, you guys are all going to like applaud. Like, come on. There's plenty of other ways to handle that rather than, I don't know, I guess bullying. Like. Yeah, it was you, a form of bullying. That's a know, good way to put like, it. I didn't think um, about that. Like, and that's how I took it. Like, you know, so that makes me like feel insecure automatically because I'm like, I'm not here to like. You could just ask me to sit down, especially the like this chick wasn't even the ones directly behind us either. Yeah, they were like off to the side and like two rows, and like I'm like, how could you not sit? So I literally just full bore at complete asshole mode. Like I'm standing the rest of the concert then, and. As she said, I am not a small man. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I actually turned around and made a joke before everybody was being assholes to us. Like, ah, sorry. I'm kind of like a wall. My bad. Yeah. It's actually in one of the videos she was recording. I think. <laughs> um, little, we know what was to come. Okay. So either way, he decides to stand up and I'm like, and I'm I- dancing. I'm like drunk dancing. Fool. Not, maybe not drunk dancing fool. Not like, like ruin everything. No. Yeah. And I am just, like, mortified. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe. I'm like, please just sit down. You're like, no, no. And so then people start yelling at him. My my exact reaction was, no, fuck them. Yeah. That was my exact reaction. No, fuck them. It's a concert. 
And, you know, it's, and, and I've known you in these situations before where I'm like, you know what? It's better if I just like bow out and like let you handle it. Like, and that's exactly what I did. So I proceed yeah. to stand up and start dancing and clapping and people go, sit down. We oh, can't start, see. Yeah. They start turning like their flashlights on him. And I was really hoping I was going to be world famous. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm to find you on TikTok. Oh, right if you today. do, you got to share it because I'm going to tag Kane Brown, Chase Rice, Restless Roads, T-Mobile Arena. There has to be something oh, man. out there. Oh. Um, okay, so then is that when the lady in our row came over to you? Um, it was something around there. So there's, I turn around literally and, and someone said it again. They're like, this isn't a pit. If you want to stand buy a pit ticket. And I literally turned around and went, if you want to, if you don't want someone standing in front of you, buy a better seat. Buy a suite. And, like, at no point, like, we've been to plenty of concerts. And the thing is, I feel like it was even maybe Eric Church where, like, it's like we're all standing. Okay, now we're all sitting up. Now we're all standing. That's what you do. We constantly are just up and down. At no point did I ever find it to be concert etiquette where you're like, I don't want to stand, so you have to, you know, sit down in front of me. Like, at no, like, that's never even been a thought. Every, every, my radar. Every video where you see a concert or, you know, all the way dating back Woodstock, everybody's standing up having a good time, right? And then, so at some point, like a lady, like three seats over, not even the like, girl. If it was the girl next to me, like, hey, can you, you know, can you just sit down and like don't like don't ruin my time because like I'm next to you, like they're gonna think I'm with you or something. No, she was mortified as well. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, she was like, oh my god, this fucking guy. <laughs> but if she if she would like literally like reached up and like, like hey, can you do you mind? At I'd have been like, point, absolutely. You at, know what? You're cool. Fuck all those people. At any point, if. If any, like, if from anyone behind us, they would just said, ask nicely, like. I was already in asshole mode. It wouldn't have mattered. But even, even when you were being an asshole, like, no one at any point when I was sitting down being like, hey, could you, like, could you ask him to sit down? Like, I get it at that point, like, the situation was already escalated. But even in the beginning, when we originally sat down, everyone, like, applauded. At no point when we were standing originally was someone like, hey, would you guys mind sitting down? Or like, hey, like, we can't stand the whole time. Or like. At no point was there any communication or like, because if someone were to ask, I would be like, oh my God, of course, I'm so sorry. My bad. Oh my God. Um, but no. And then. I can't say that I would have been that way, but for you, if you would have been that way, I would have been like, I would have fought. All I right, think cool. you would have been that way. So anyway, this lady, like two or three seats over, reaches over and like, like claws me. Like she got some nails. Oh, she, she, yeah. She and was screaming and yelling at him like, you're a big guy. Sit the fuck down. Claws him. I didn't see it, but like I saw I her kind of like coming towards him. I turned to her and I go, don't you ever put your fucking hands on me again. And her husband grabbed her by both shoulders and basically shoved her back in her seat. I'm probably over exaggerating right now because like in my mind, that's like he's like, shut the fuck up. Because he and I've, I've had more than one person go. Actually, was, I think it might have been your brother. He was like, I'd have told him, listen control your bitch or i'm gonna kick your fucking ass and, and i'm gonna kick her woman, not bitch, but. whatever <laughs> um, anyway i apologize that is not how i refer to females it is not appropriate to call them that word it is not okay to degrade women in any way women. yes you are women you are strong and Damn without without you all us men would be lost i don't care what anyone says oh i know we would all be lost absolutely anyway so she and i was like don't you put your hands on me and i literally i that's when i really went and like it was like next gear asshole mode. Wait, and then is that when the ladies behind us were like, we're going to go tell the usher? No, first she goes, we paid for these seats. And I went, well, I paid for this one. Yeah. And she goes, 
something, 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 blah, blah, blah. And we are kids. And I'm like, I wanted to go, well, first off, it's a Sunday night, so they probably shouldn't be here. I mean, yeah. there's absolutely no way I would have been taken to a concert when I was what the youngest was like, what, five? I'm sorry. Billy Ray Cyrus, my first concert, and I was on someone's shoulders the entire time. Exactly. You know why? Because they were standing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know why? Because that's what you do at a concert. <laughs> So literally one of the girls behind us goes running off as I'm like telling her to fuck off and goes to tell the usher like teacher, teacher, he's not doing it. You know what happened? Well, and again, what, what, what happened? Did, did the usher come down and tell me to move? No. What happened? She came back by herself and sulked back into her seat like, oh, oh I didn't get my way. Mind oh, you, this is all oh, happening she... during Chase Bryce, which was the only person I was there to see. No, she like literally was like fell back and she like this is stupid. They didn't listen. I don't know why they wouldn't stand like or like because they're entitled assholes who think they should just get what they want because there's children or they want that. Well, guess what? I that's what he said. They're like, well, we want to enjoy the concert. I'm like, I'm enjoying the concert my way. Fuck off. <laughs> I did. I did tell a couple people to fuck off. Probably not the you know. See, and this is the thing. I feel like when we're telling the story now, I feel like. We're telling in a sense we're like, we're the assholes. Oh, no. We're not the assholes. They're the assholes. Check your Instagram. You did a poll. How'd your poll go? Oh. What'd the poll say first off? Um, The poll said that if you, you're at a concert and the people in front of you stand up, do you stand up as well or tell them to sit down? And I think... What, per- was, what percentage? Somebody voted. Oh. Two people voted sit. Oh, you need to find those two people because we, <laughs> we are not friends with them anymore. <laughs> I know one of them and she's pregnant. Like, so I was like, oh, oh okay, you get an out. But like. But she would have asked. But she would have asked. Like, yeah. yeah, she's also one of the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. Like, so. So anyway, this guy comes down from like three rows back. Hey, man, can you sit down? There's like you're ruining these girls time back here. And that's what I chimed in because now I'm getting irritated because I literally turned went, no, <laughs> I'm I'm still trying to enjoy Trace Rice. I'm mortified trying to get him to sit down. Um, it's so eventually I sit down. Yeah, it's just a situation that's been like escalated. And so I tell the guy, I'm like, yeah, again, I think I've repeated this. We all know what I'm going to say. No one asked nicely. <laughs> if someone would have just asked us, could you please sit down? Absolutely not a problem. Because she's the nice one. And I went extra asshole mode after the lady clawed me. So. I'm, she's like, what do you want to do? She's like, I'm lady friend goes, okay, we got two options here. Which one you want to go with? And I said, what are my options? And I thought it was like all out war or nothing. And she was like, I'm going to turn around and say something or we can go to the usher and ask to be moved. I was like, it's really up to you. Cause you know me, I'll stand up the rest of the time and tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. So after thinking about it. I was like, it's we're probably just better off going and talk. I don't think there's going to be any way to like reconcile the situation. Like, there's going to be no calmly talking it out. Um, and also, if now with Kane Brown coming on, I don't, I don't want to sit the whole entire time. Yeah, like I like to stand and kind of like be in the moment at a concert and support the artist. That was the other thing you said. Like, you're supporting the artist, showing them how much you care about we were their music. Literally, the only section not, not standing. Yeah. If I would have known that it was the no standing section, we wouldn't have bought tickets there. No. Um, so what what did you do next? Um, okay, so Chase Rice finished, and I was like, all right, let's go. I'm going to talk to the usher, and I'm just going to ask him to point me in the direction of, like, where's your boss? Who's in charge of this place? Who, who's running Who runs everything this? out here? Um, so go to him. He points us in the direction of this lovely man, Jamie. Um, and I'm like, 
hey, Jamie, listen, I'm trying to de-escalate a situation. Um, we need to be moved. The people... And he was like, let me guess. You're I'm, from Section 12. And I'm not talking at this point. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. He's like, you're from Section 12. He's like, how do you think I knew that? And I was like, probably because they've already been up here complaining about us. And he was like, we try to tell them, you know, it's your guys' choice whether to sit or stand. You you bought that seat and you bought the area. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. My area. And so. You don't want someone to stand in front of you? Buy a ticket on the rail. Buy a suite. I think I actually turned around and told somebody to have more money. Like, I think that was one of the things I, I said. I don't think you said that. I think okay. you said. Maybe just in my you head. you did say, buy a suite then, if you don't want anyone in front of you. Um, and so, um, yeah, so Jamie moved us. Um, Jamie talked to the other Jamie. Yeah. Who was actually in charge. And he said, well, I think there was one table they, left at the top. Yeah, they literally, no, they, it wasn't even that. They were like, we actually, I was like, we're, we need to be moved. Like. This is obviously not going to work out there. I don't want to get in a fight. I'm sure you do not want to fight. Um, so we we need to be placed somewhere else. What are our options? And he was like, oh, we have a cocktail table actually at the top of the section. And I was like, perfect. Excellent. Let's let's get that situated and let's get moved over there. Um, and it was really like no questions asked. It was like absolutely not a problem, whatever. Um, and we got escorted, es- escorted over to our... New seats. Yeah. Our little lounge area. Where there was nobody fabulous. in front of us. I mean, there's people in front of us, but oh, we were up were above them. noxious people in front of us. And you wanted to give them the seats. I'm like, no, because then we are going to get oh, in trouble. No, they were whistling and howling. And I'm like, am I am I going to say something to them? No, because they're having a good time and it is what it is. But I really wanted to be like, you guys want to be closer? Because you can go all the way down to row F, seat 9 and 10, all yours. But I was calmly talked out of that yeah i said if we do that then they're gonna like ask for their tickets and then they really are they're gonna throw them out and be like oh no those people gave us and they're gonna throw us so what did we do we proceeded to get upgraded on our seats mm-hmm. to a nice private little table I and mean, there's other people you know over at the other we table had so much room though it was awesome it was amazing except for the service charge yeah, it was that, like a random serve anyway and eh, whatever it was totally worth the money you we paid let me argue that either no the girl was seemed scared of us already. I think with the, she was warned about us. They're feisty. Watch out. Maybe. Anyway, so we we had a great time watching Kane Brown. Uh, he was a phenomenal performer. Um, if Kane Brown or Chase Rice come across this by any chance, we we were not the assholes. I don't care what those people I, say. I think that's I think that's a question for like everyone else though. It's like, are we are we the assholes? I think that's the dilemma. Who was the asshole here? You know what the title of this episode is going to be, right? Are we the assholes? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So that was our experience. Um, one we thing I will. decided to get annihilated. <laughs> yes, we did. And lose some money. That's okay. We had fun. But anyway, what I will say is that the staff at T-Mobile Arena from the concession stand. Phenomenal. To the guest services to the usher was amazing. Everybody was awesome. Everybody was accommodating. They were pointing us in the right direction. You grabbed the wrong size shirt. I walked over there like, yeah, no problem. You know, we'll, we'll change it out for you. No worries. And they changed it out. And and, and we enjoyed the rest of the show. Kane Brown was awesome. They had a smoking area. They, uh, they had a good view, huh? Oh, yeah. We saw it from where we were walking. I was like, oh, uh, you're like, oh, I wonder if that's a smoking area. I'm like, that'd be cool, huh? Oh, and okay. it was. So wonderful. No, we had a great time. And then they had hot dogs out front, you know, like you get the little dog. Ten bucks though, like come on, for a dog. Like that was ridiculous. I feel like that's pretty average. And it's also they're, Vegas no, prices, babe. No, they're like, five dollars every- here. 
Okay, it's also Vegas prices. That's true. The guy was telling the guy was even telling us he's like, no, no, we go everywhere. We go like Sacramento. Like, I was like that's where he's like, oh, I've been to Sacramento. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm so, I've we we go everywhere. We go all all I over. I did not know the hot dog stands were traveling at. Right. There, it's all. Do it, you think they're it's like, all a show? Hmm. So anyway, that was our Vegas experience. We had a lot of fun. It was one night. And uh, she swears she's never going back to that. I'm never city. going back. She said that the last time we went. And like, then she every went back. time I go into that city, being like, "This is gonna be great. We're gonna have a good time." And we did. And uh huh. We had a great time. I think we have different definitions of great. Well, there was like that one hour period that wasn't great, but other than that, it was great. Yeah, and then I mean, your hang your hangover the next day probably wasn't either, though. No, but I did learn about my Vegas spring water. <laughs> if you Tell us about hung- Vegas spring, spring water. When you wake up hungover in Vegas and you're like, there's no water in here. And then you have to drink the melted ice water from the ice bucket. Yeah. That is your Vegas spring water, my friends. Yes, it is. And that's that should have been the title of the episode, but it is definitely going to be the other one. So <laughs> um, how do you think how do you think your first podcast ever went? Oh, I think we tell stories really horrible. <laughs> That's what podcasting is for. It's our it's our story the way we want to tell it. So yeah, I feel like it's really all over the place and disorganized. So I can't wait. Have to you ever it. listened to an episode of the Turtle Sports Podcast with Kyle and I? It's usually just background noise when I craft, and I haven't crafted in a while. So Pickles and I literally be like sports, 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 random road. Nope, nope. Get back to sports, 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 sports. Oh, other random road the other way. Honestly, I only listen to your podcast for like the intro. Music. You love the music. And the out, yeah. Tell them why. Tell them why. Because I feel like it should be like like set in an action scene where you guys are coming in through a doorway and there's explosives going off. And then it's like kind of funny because you guys both get stuck in this doorway and then you make it through and it's just still like, it's just like you're like slow motion walking and there's just stuff going off behind you. I could see that. I can absolutely. So when we, whenever we make our very first commercial, because we've built the empire as you describe it, yeah, um, build the brand, build the empire, then that's what it'll be. That that'll be Pickles and I's first ever commercial that we do oh supporting God. Turtle Sports. I want every expense to be made. I want slow motion. Oh, you're gonna direct it. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, you'll get the credit for it. You don't get paid for it though. Oh, what the hell? Well, I didn't say we were gonna get paid for it. So. Oh. <laughs> But uh, That's the yeah. thing about being lady friend, it's a lot of volunteer work. Yeah, <laughs> she is very supportive, and I love her so much for it. And I appreciate everything that she does for me to help support as I go through this journey and take up all of our free time with it, <laughs> and then ask her to make me stuff. Yeah, got you. <laughs> so. That's going to do it for us tonight, guys. That was our Vegas story. Um, in the first half of the episode, we talked a little bit about sports, props, what we're doing, where we're going, what we have going, uh, why we haven't been around as often. But uh, like I said, going to try and get back to this more often. We're going to continue to have more guests. Um, and when she's up for it, she is always welcome on the pod. Yay. Do you have anything else for us? I was going to say, we didn't even talk about Circa. I think that's the only thing I liked about this Vegas trip was Circa. I'll tell you what. Let's save that for the next one. You can tell us all about Circa after we go again and you get to go to Stadium Swim and get a cabana. You heard it here first. Oh, God. That means I have to go back to Vegas, though. Ha-ha. <laughs> got her. She's so I'm not to... leaving Fremont Street Okay. if we I'm... go back to Vegas. I would be okay with that, actually. I we... think maybe, maybe I'm over the strip. Maybe, I need... maybe that's what it is, yeah. Maybe I've been promoted. Like I'm an old-timer now. I have to like, go to old Vegas. Maybe that's what it is. Old Vegas is becoming new Vegas, though. Circa's awesome. We love it. The house that Derek built. Yeah, the Avengers headquarter. It it, it does look like the Avengers. It looks like Stark Tower, yep. and I didn't know it until you said it. I was like, holy shit, it mm-hmm. does. 
I wonder if they're actually there. That'd be so fucking cool. Anyway, best of luck if you follow or fade. Because remember, when you win, we win. And that's what we care about. Have a great night, guys. We'll be right back.